All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oilers Nation Radio is here because it's Friday. It's the last show before the Christmas break. I'm going to start off quick programming notes. Nothing coming on Boxing Day. If you're hoping for a new episode of Oilers Nation Radio, you're going to have to stand outside Tyler's house and he'll yell at you through the window. Oh, yeah, or you do that. (laughs) Or go to hell. Go to what Jesus would have wanted for his birthday. JC. Did you end up doing that uh, cold open that you were wanting to do there, Tyler, with the bleep? Uh, that is on the holiday edition. Ah, what mm. holiday edition? Uh, we're doing a holiday special for Owen every day that will release on Christmas Day. When do you record it? We haven't yet. Uh, are you recording it? About an hour. Whenever we're done this. Gotcha. We did a gift exchange. Oh, that's we lovely. didn't do a gift exchange. We will be doing a gift exchange. Yes. Uh, it's past tense. I would make it seem like you know what I got you already. And I don't. And you got me nothing. It didn't come in yet, <laughs> but I have a Sounds funny like workaround. It'll work. It'll work. He mm-hmm. has a funny workaround. Yep. Just the old, oh, no, no, it's going to come in a couple yep. of days after Christmas. For sure. For sure. Totally ordered on time. <sighs> Definitely not a problem. Definitely not an issue. It's a good gift though. Um, believe it when I see it. It will be. <laughs> if you get it. <laughs> if I, if, if it's it. real, he's going to make, he's going to think I'm going to forget. I will never forget. The English no, I, never forget. I have collateral <laughs> for you to take in the meantime, actually. Oh, you'll good. see. You'll see. Is it your Christmas sweater? No, but I, I, this is my favorite sweater. Okay. Your favorite sweater? I only wear it this time of the year because I don't want to get tired of it during the year. <laughs> okay. You can't just what, wear your Christmas clothes during the normal calendar months. Also, they're probably a bit too warm to be wearing in any other month but December. You want to trade hoodies? No, I like this hoodie. Right. What about in uh, early March? 
Early March, I'm, I'm hoping I can start pulling out the shorts. It's hoodie weather 24-7 in Canada. No, that's not true. When it... <laughs> Summer, you're sitting around a fire with your friends late at night. You don't have a hoodie on? No, I have a t-shirt. Oh, you're full of shit. Soaking up the embers. You're full of shit. Well, how am I full of shit? If it's like eight degrees on a summer night, it's cold. You're wearing a hoodie dog. A hoodie dog? Big dog. <laughs> All this and more on the Christmas episode of Oilers Nation every day. Just yeah. a little taste of what you have coming for you. As we do every week, we start off with a delicious debate for our friends at Wendy's. Gentlemen, I did not get very far this week. I did not make it past day one in the Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. There's only eight people left out of the 500 and some that did it this week. I mean, your odds are good. Yep. Don't get greedy is what I would say. Go to dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. You can win prizes courtesy of our friends at Wendy's, including some snacks and a grand prize of $5,000. You want to get in there. But don't get greedy like I did on Monday or you'll get the boot again. I'm going to try again next week. Dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. Tyler, what do you have for us? The delicious debate debate is holiday themed. Hmm. What should be the number one thing on the Christmas wish list for the Edmonton Oilers? BM, I know you're writing a piece about this. I did. I'm writing to Santa. Liam and I are doing three things we want to see under the tree. For the Oilers this Christmas on the holiday edition of ONE. But today's question what should be number one on the Oilers Christmas wish list? And there's a caveat you can't say goaltending. Okay, now I need to think again. Yeah, yeah. what the heck? Okay. I the layup but that's was too there. easy. It Everyone is, knows they need easy. goaltending. Yeah, come all right. On. Who wants to start? I will begin. Go ahead. This quest for us. Liam Marbin, number one. Number one. Um, a line mate for Leon Dreisidel. I think I it's fair. Do not mind that whatsoever. I think it's fair to say Leon has struggled a little bit recently to find a consistent impact on the game through the through the game itself. He's obviously having a great season. I think he's at like thirty six points or whatever now. But he has nobody to play with, and they just put doing an absolute merry go round as line mates. Evander Kane is struggling at the moment. Last hurt night, something. Yeah, this got to be something up. It Gregor just said it the odd. other day in the game notes that he's hurt with something, but nobody can kind of pinpoint what it is. Yeah, well, maybe just sit him out. They try asking him. <laughs> well, well you using your big brain over there. I don't know. <laughs> That's save that for January. How'd you <laughs> ask him? <laughs> yeah, why didn't you go talk to him? But yeah. just afraid to broach the subject. <laughs> hey, uh, Vander, are you heard him all? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh my God. Fuck you. But it looked like McLeod, Fogel, and Dry maybe had a little bit of something going yesterday. But if those three are on your second line, then who is on your third line? McLeod is definitely a winger, in my opinion. A hundred million percent. He's Having a him beside Leon makes a plenty of sense to me. And if, no third line center. Agreed. Yeah. I'm talking about Leon's line right can't now. Yeah. Can't can't one line at a time. Pet him. Can't Gagne take some draws? He can't skate well enough to play center. That's fine. Then we'll do the third, the third line. We'll just start the puck off with them having the puck in their own end. We won't even do face-offs. Just give them the puck and they can bring it out from their own blue line. No, <laughs> we'll stand behind the red line. I, I think when Holloway comes back, it'll help things, which should be after the Christmas break, right? I would assume at some point after Christmas, yeah. Yes, it will be after the Christmas break. (laughs) Perfect. But they need to help Leon by getting him a new winger. go far enough any days after the Christmas break, really. (laughs) If he's not back today, then yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's number one on my wish list. A a winger. Well, was it last night? Bob was talking about last night, them trying to find a right winger for Leon's line. (laughs) Not 
I feel like I remember that. Leon and Fogel had really yeah. good numbers together for some weird reason. So you put them together and you put McLeod there. And then that third line you do, we saw at the very beginning of the season that Kane and Gagne looked really good together. You put them together, you put Janmark there, you keep your third line together, you keep your first line the way it is. And Fogel would have 30 goals if he had more than three hand fingers on each hand. <laughs> Think about it. He's gripping that stick with his, his you know, like a... Like a pterodactyl. Yeah. It's like talons. Mm-hmm. He's being a silly goose, Warren Fogel. Dan, what do you got? What do you hope Santa brings you others? Well, for Christmas. It's uh, it's kind of a knock on wood situation for me, but it's going to be health and prosperity for one Connor McDavid for the rest of the year. Uh, I think we kind of saw this season the the team was unable to figure out the twenty six other issues that they were having uh, at the same time as Connor was having his issues. Some people believe it was an injury. Some people believe it was just, you know, whatever, but uh, we need, yeah, exactly. Some people, some people wished it was the end of Connor McDavid. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, yeah, for me, it's just, we need Connor to be healthy and happy. Well, or pissed off uh, for the remainder of the season. So that'll be my wish. That's a good one. Tyler, what do you got? Caffeine pills. So they stop falling asleep in the second period every damn game. I would argue that... Back half of the first period last night as well. So yeah. They get that second goal. They come out, they do warm ups, the game starts, and they're like, ooh, this feels good. Mm-hmm. And then they get sleepy. I'm tired of watching the sleepy boys. Get them caffeine pills so they stay awake and alert through the whole game. Mm-hmm. That's one, number one on my wish list. You're not allowed to smoke meth. Caffeine pills it is. Make all their water bottles out of smelling salts. Smelling salts are legit. Guys just throwing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they're awake. You know, I wanted to find a way to spin. Like, let's get some full 60 minute efforts going here for the Edmonton mm-hmm. Oilers. Cause it has been a problem as of late. Right. And you go look in the past couple of years, starts have been their issue, yep. but now they've outscored the opposition in the first period. They're getting caved in the second period and third periods have been 50, 50 based on if they're winning or losing. In my three key things article at OilersNation.com today, I said after the second goal in, went in after Nuge scored, it was almost like they hung the mission accomplished banner. Behind <laughs> like, yeah. We good. We did it. Oh, there's still 50 minutes left to play rats. And then they kind of got goalied in the second period. What's his name stood on his head and then completely collapsed in the third. But we'll yeah. get there. Rick, what do you got? What's Santa bringing the Oilers for Christmas? Consistency. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. kind of what you just said there, Ty. Like if you can just go out there and play the same type of game all the time, if they go in there and play their best game all the time. There won't be an issue. There's very few teams that can skate with this team. There's very few teams that can score with this team. Uh, if they just come out and do their thing, they'll be fine. I'm going to say... I mean, it's kind of like what Liam was talking about a little bit, but I'm just going to say depth scoring last night, six, three win over the devils. And they got goals from Adam Ernie two from Ryan McLeod. And then like the guys that you would expect to score also scored. So when that happens, you got a really good chance of winning. If you're getting goals from guys, not named Connor, Connor Leon and in yesterday's case, Nuge three depth goals last night. I'll take it. It's one like, depth goal per night. I'll take it. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You just need one because that first line is so good. They are so good. That they're going to probably get two goals a night, right? I mean, they're the best uh, line in hockey right now. Did you hear what the five on five stats were with them on the ice? One last second. Game? Okay. I want to add a second right. Christmas wish from Santa. Whatever it takes to keep those three together. I don't know what that means, but those three need to play together because they thing. Or consistent second line. All right. The second line can do their thing. You have no reason to break up the first line. Get Rick's wish in. My wish happens too. Perfect. Tyler, stats. At five on five last game against the Devils, the Oilers outshot New Jersey 20 to three with those three players on the ice. 
Is that Sounds good? good? Seems all right. That is that's all my fingers and toes. And it wasn't one of those things where like you looked at the stat sheet after and we're like, whoa, that's surprising. Like you felt it watching the game when that line was on the ice. Good stuff was happening when that line wasn't on the ice. Bad stuff was happening. Very simple calculation. Yeah. They're good. They're so good. They're that so that could be the best line in hockey. Yeah, it probably is. What was um, Boston's second line when they had the perfection line? Krejci, Zaka. Oh, boy. No. Wow. Okay. Dubrovsk. They don't have a Leon Dreisaitl on the second line, which is why I love your yeah. point, Liam. If you give Dreisaitl an elite player to play with and you can keep running this top line the way it is, whew, look out. Even somebody that can just cash in on what Leon gives you. Yeah. Consistently. Like, who's Leon's Pat Maroon? Should be Evander Kane, but for whatever reason, they don't work well together. Yeah, that is interesting. And it's not even just Kane being hurt. Like, they traditionally don't work well together. And I think part of it, too, I think Leon plays best when he's got speed on his That's what it is, though. Leon needs to be... He needs horses out there. Kane likes the slower type of game, and Leon can play that game because he's huge, but he does not... He's not as prosperous in that. He needs to be out there flying. When he's skating, he's dangerous. You put two wingers out there, you can skate with him, like 37 and McLeod. They're going to fucking make him skate. It would be much, much different. I think McLeod should be a winger. But that's also why I'm dying to see Dylan Holloway get a long look with Leon. That could happen. I know. I don't know. We just need to. Yeah, he needs to get here and stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Last two years have been derailed for him by injury. So he just needs to stay healthy. Stay healthy. Step one. Move up in the lineup. Step two. Fair. That's fair. Any other wishes from Santa for the boys? Um, What about from like a fan perspective? More Hunter. Well, I don't want to give mine away. What about mini Hunter? Ah. Kit. Kit. Why don't we see more of him? A lawyer so Hunter can win his custody battle and have his child. No, I don't need that. Child labor laws. Yeah, there's child labor laws. You can't can't have the little one working. Okay. Good volunteer. More handrails for Hunter to walk up and down. Taller handrails. In between every Mm -hmm. section is handrails. God damn. Yep. (laughs) But they're just for Hunter. Don't touch them. Um, Beer price is going down. That's an easy one. I've said this a bunch of times and they could just have so much fun. I don't know if there's you be able to know, Rick, every oil goal, the Oilers are down should be a dollar off beer prices. Is there a rule against such a thing? No, you get to a point where you have to charge a certain amount for a certain amount of ounces, but the Oilers uh, are a long ways away from that. Yeah. A long, long, long. Yeah. Away. Okay. So my, my wish is a dollar off every goal. You're down. If the Oilers are increase down the after, atmosphere. In there. If the Oilers are down after the first period, 25% off beers. Hell yeah. Mm hmm. I've always believed that you should scale your, your team ticket prices that way by winning and losing. Just uh, That'd be fun. Yeah. So it's wins. like the stock market almost. Yes. You can't. Oh, um, I know you can't. How about uh, half price singles? Bring those back. Half price singles? Oh, Molson game day pricing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Bring those back. Cause that's not a thing anymore. Is nope. It? Yeah. Sure no, isn't. Not. That went away mean? with the old arena. I think. What is that? I think about how many people fell in love because they both bought Molson half price game day singles tickets. Mm. Oh, they were tickets. Yeah. Yeah, and they were just like empty seat. We need a body in it. Super oh, cheap. That Makes was when sense. we had sixteen or no. What was it? What was Rexall's seating capacity? Yeah, 17, seventeen or yeah, sixteen eight three four. Now that we're down there, lower. <laughs> Hope you don't forget anyone close to his birthday because if you remember the that fact that he days. so it's actually sixteen eight three nine. Fuck, but that you were that close off the dome is remarkable. <laughs> and what's Rex or what's Rogers? 
18 something. Yeah. Rick? Eight, Rogers, yeah. I, I see 18039, but that's wrong. Capacity. I say 7 18041. I'll, I'll say 18256. 185 is a hockey venue, 20,734 is a concert venue. So they'll throw 2,000 on the floor. Hey, wow. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess. I was on a couple of shows which, this year, but the floor was just packed. Which means there is a world where you could fit 2,000 hockey players on the ice. <laughs> ah, it's congested out there. Not much room to make plays. <laughs> no, because the, like uh, more than the, no, entire because the floor doesn't go with round with the boards. It comes, it goes deeper and it's cornered and it's squared off. So you could have more. No, less. <laughs> it goes deeper than what the boards would do. Oh, I see. And it's and it's squared off where the it's rounded mm. in there. Right? Let so me have this one. Well, it's probably <laughs> it's like Christmas. Rick. Okay? It's Christmas. Yeah. Seventeen hundred. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I dream of the seventeen hundred player hockey game at Rogers. I, I don't even know where I would watch. I don't know what game. I would watch. <laughs> but one puck too. So she's like, <laughs> you can't see it underneath the sea of helmets. <laughs> you won't see anything. Just a wave of moving people. <laughs> All over the place. Oh, there, there ain't going nowhere. You're standing there. You're pretty much just table hockey. Once you move it, you can't move anywhere. There's 17 people. Tell you one thing: my bows are sky high all the time. <laughs> yeah, bows up. My anxiety is raising just thinking of this scenario in my head. It reminds me of being in a mosh pit, is what it reminds yeah. me. Of. And again, elbows up. <laughs> Keep your shoes on elbows. real tight. Somebody's gonna pull one of those off you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Three thousand do that mosh pits. Fucking right. If you're crowd surfing, someone will jack your shoes for show. Damn. <laughs> Ruthless. Damn. Yeah, might give you a little bum squeeze too. <laughs> well, now I'm back. <laughs> no Second. shoes and a bum squeeze. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear from you on radio podcast, Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up. What should Santa bring the boys for Christmas? Can't say goaltending. That was the rule. That's the easy one. Mm-hmm. Goaltending. That's number one on the list. Tyler said no. So you have to be creative. <laughs> what else? Anything else? How about um, development? A GM. Better drafting, perhaps. A GM. A GM, GM would be one? nice. Yeah. Direction. They have direction. I don't. One they direction. Kind of do, but they kind of don't at the same time. Yeah, you're going to the, you're going to the Stanley Cup. That's the direction. All right. It's like following the North Star. <laughs> <laughs> There's the cup. I mean, Liam, their direction it. has been win now. Okay. And everyone but says like Liam sell was off just everything talking. you can. This is win now. Ian and was just talking about a band. Done it, a kinda. You just made two bad choices. You just wanted, you wanted totally one direction to play us. at Joey Moe's yeah, You score. went all in on a goalie and all in on a uh, forward this year, and they were just both wrong decisions. I just feel like the organization as a whole might be saying they're going for a Stanley Cup, which is true. Like I think this roster evidently is pushing for that, but there's a lot of other layers where it's like, yeah, it seems flawed. Like how last night they had almost $11 million in cap space used up by players not on the ice. Yeah. The fact that like, like they just announced that Jack Campbell now isn't the star in Bakersfield and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. It made sense why they were running him out there. They wanted to get him going again. So yeah, this is actually but, a good call uh, by, right. by the organization and just like boot him out of the way and let, and let your young goalie keep developing. Okay. Rodrigue played well the other day. You're screwed with what you have with him, right? Like he's going to be in the way no matter where he is. And they do want to trade him, but you wait as long as possible to trade him to get as much as possible back for it. And you just hope the hell that you can win your way through that at time. I'm just thinking out loud. Could they send Jack Hamill to the Wichita Thunder if they wanted to? No. Yeah, you, you could no. send him to the ECHL. No, we're a NHL AHL contract. If you're going to go to the ECHL, it's got to be ECHL <laughs> AHL contract. <laughs> All right. I could loan him there, though. No. 
Yeah, they, just like they just like they loan to, to Europe, European right? Team? Oh, maybe, fun. but I think he has yeah, to sign not, off yeah, on that. Exactly, yeah, yeah, he's not signing off but on that. To answer your question, there is a way. We gotta loan him to a European team. <laughs> Enjoy Switzerland, <laughs> you and Mika. The Rapid City uh, Rush. Need a, need a goalie. Trade him for. Uh, Who's the goalie that went, gave up on us and went over there? <laughs> Nikolai Habibulin. Oh. Konovalov, the Russian kid? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. All right. We got a spot for you. Come on back. Come on back. Soup kept the seat warm. Yeah. yeah. If you're lucky, you left a couple of shekels tucked into the I hear there's, good, the I hear there's nice schools in Russia, too. Good for a family. <laughs> I don't know that to be true. I don't know not to be Depends true. Depends what you're looking to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Good stuff. Hit us up. Own Radio Podcast. I want to hear from you. Canada or Canada's Santa's wish list. We're Canada's wish list. World Juniors kickoff. We'll have coverage about that next week. Um, I want to go to last night's game really quick because we're going to do our segment for our friends at DoorDash. So everybody, I want you to think of who delivered. All right. Mm. Are you thinking? Tyler? Yeah. Paying attention? I don't have the ads open, so I'm just nonsensing until I find. Oh, I can can help you out with that. Dory. I'm going to read this verbatim. Okay. <laughs> For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. That's 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code TYLER. NATION25. Don't forget, that's code Nation 25 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash offer valid in Canada subject to change. Terms do apply. DoorDash. Listen, got a big couple of days, probably some family, some friends coming up. Forget something. DoorDash it. That's Sitting what we're on the couch. DoorDash your meals. Don't cook. You're going to watch some Christmas Day basketball? They or play football. Basketball. They play football too? Yeah, all NFL day. all weekend. Three games. DoorDash. That's what we're saying. Starting down at the end of the row, Mr. Nation Dan, looking at whatever you want to do. Who delivered for our friends at DoorDash for you? Well, it was almost. Two calendar years since he scored a NHL goal. It's going to go to Adam Ernie for his. Uh, I just that was such a dagger of a goal. It was an exclamation point on the resurgence of the Edmonton Oilers in that game last night. So Adam Ernie, you delivered. Love that, Liam. You're up next. Our friends at DoorDash, who delivered for you? Uh, Ryan McLeod delivered two goals last night. They need more of that from him on a consistent basis. Scored them both on a goalie. Uh, t- crazy stuff. On a goaltender. So he's got four now. That puts him on pace for what? Like 12-ish? How many games Ten? have they played? Four and 30. So times that by two is eight. Ten? Ten-ish. Yeah, he's got these for 10, 11. All right. Tyler, our friends at DoorDash, who delivered for you? One, Matthias Ekholm. He's starting to look more and more like himself as the season has gone on. Back to being 100% healthy. And in his last two games to start this road trip, three points, nine shots on goal. Over 21 minutes in each of those games as well. Matias Ackholm starting to look like the Viking we knew we were getting when Big we Swedish made Daddy. the trade at Nashville. Love that. He is. He's looking really good again. Mm-hmm. Concerned about the boots sometimes. Yeah, but again. But I, he's I, smart enough to figure it out. Bingo. But there's sometimes, you know, where he gets in those races backward. I'm like, you got a lot of ground to cover, big man. He's going to start cutting them off. Yep. Rick, for our friends at DoorDash, we delivered for you. 
Uh, you know what? Let's go with uh, Leon from last night. The guy has had an incredible year when it comes to points, yet he's still like somehow behind what you expected of Leon. So to see him score a goal the way he scored that goal last night, I felt like I could see a monkey jumping off his back. I said that in my article as well. It's just like it's weird to say that a guy who's on pace for 95 plus points, 100 points in that window is struggling. Yeah, he's not himself right now. It's just the goal side. But last night was a beauty. That is a laser beam of a backhander. Yeah, that's it's silly. For DoorDash, I'm sticking with Leon for who delivered, but not for what he did on the ice. It's what he did off the ice. Did you see his happy birthday <laughs> message to Cody Cece on Instagram? Yeah, that yeah. was very funny. Absolutely hilarious. Basically, Cody Cece was one with the boards. Face first, I might add. Yeah, he's eating the boards there. And Leon just said, happy birthday, Cody Cece, and used that photo to wish him happy birthday. Hilarious. Made me laugh out loud. Leon, you give me lols from time to time, and that was one of them. So thank you. I have breaking news. Go ahead. Dun, dun, dun. Colton Sevia and Joey Lelegger have been named to the Spengler Cup team for Team Canada. There you go. We may not have anybody in the World Juniors, but we are well represented yeah. in Spengler Cup. What the Cup. hell has Joey Lelegger been doing recently? Let's find out, Playing shall we? Team yeah, Canada in the Spengler Cup. Joey Lelegger, former defenseman turned forward. Did he get NHL games? Yeah. Ooh, Joey Legs? Got a no, never. He? I thought he got a 2-3. No. Zero, no, eh? Zero. Willie Legs. Ah, Willie Legs, no. Um, he's playing in Lugano in the Swiss League. Me and Miko, hey? <laughs> They're collecting the whole set. He has eight goals and 19 points in 29 games. That's nice. Um, who else is on this team? Marco, Mark Arcabello. Marco Bello. Marcus Granlund. Um, they really are collecting the whole set. <laughs> they yeah, the Swiss team. John Quinnenville. Who is a short uh, an Edmonton boy? Cornville's kid or uh, nephew, one of the two. Daniel nephew. Carr's in there too. He's an Edmonton guy. Was he? Park boy. Jeff is. Petrie, second league score. Jeff Petrie's not on this team, unfortunately. Petrie, though. What is Colton Sevier doing? Chilling. I, I thought, he'd, thought he'd stop playing. A little bit killing. These are the, the questions that the listeners. He's also in the Swiss League who, for Burn. Who plays you know in the Burn? Burn. Wanya and I talked about this on Real Life one time. Like, if you're at one of those levels. <laughs> Where your options are really AHL or Europe. About 26-ish. Take Europe. Yep. Yep. Playing in Switzerland, like the schedule is casual. You have time to travel. It's beautiful. Why wouldn't you? Also on Colton Sevier's Swiss team, Burn SC, Dominic Cahoon. Leading scorer. Leading scorer. He has eight goals. Listen, he's practicing Leon Drysaddle. There's still time for him to come back and make an impact. No penalty minutes this season. Well, he's a gentleman. Martin <laughs> Furk's playing overseas. Hey, he couldn't get an NHL game. What did you Martin see? Furk kicked thing. somebody yeah. the other day. He oh, kicked that's him. Crazy. Yeah, he yeah, kicked. He kicked him. He kicked. He went up. He like. Yeah, the clip is like wild. The dude to watch. Who got arrested. Oh, I don't know what is. What are you sitting at right now? It was like that. He kind of got like worse. rode up onto the bench, like into the player's bench. And then his legs are up in the air and they're just there. And then all of a sudden he starts kicking like a little child <laughs> towards the guy's head. He like flailed his legs when he's yeah. up there. So, I mean, not the time to be doing that, Marty. Watch you in Halifax, eh? Halifax, former Halifax Moosehead. <laughs> in case you... Uh, Less of know. like a kick yeah, and more of just Halifax. like being dumb with your feet yes. in a dangerous spot. Oh not God. like a, yeah. Like, yeah. It was just stupid. That is reckless. Stupid. This Swiss yeah, League. Super reckless. Not the time to be doing it. Never the time one would argue. <laughs> what else you got over there, Liam? Um, 
I can't find any former Oilers, but on Zurich, do you guys remember um, Scott Harrington, former London Knight? I believe he was a f- early second round pick. I remember the <laughs> no, name. No, he played on the World Juniors team. He's over on Zurich. One of the listeners just said, oh yeah, that guy. I remember him. I always remember on NHL um, 2016, maybe it was, he had a high potential. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Yannick Weber, Swiss player though, he's a... Uh, Rafael Diaz, former Montreal Canadian. Which team does Ralph Kruger coach? Uh, he's which sport is Rito, Ralph Kruger in these I days? think he came back to hockey. He did. I do believe he came, yeah, came back he to did. hockey. Yeah, I think he did. Uh, Redo Berra, former Calgary Lame, is playing in Switzerland still. The only 36. Swiss player I care about, Liam, plays for BLHC, and that's Gaetan Haas. I messaged oh, Gaetan on Twitter, him. on Instagram. Just said hi. Just to say hi. What's I going asked on? him to be on our How show. No response. I did say Merry Christmas. Do he leave you on red or no response at all? Just nothing. Nine when did you message him? 19 points in 24 ago. games. Oh. I'm sure he'll see it eventually. It's just another chapter of the mascot hall of fame all over again. Festivus? <laughs> Festivus tomorrow. 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 Right. By the way, check out my Festivus article at OilersNation.com tomorrow morning. There you go. It's already scheduled. I got beefs. I've got grievances with all of you. You I'm should air them. What's Festivus again? That's the Seinfeld thing, right? Yep. Mm. It's the festival we for the air rest our grievances and feats of strength. Festivus <laughs> okay. is for the nothing, rest of us. Nothing serious. I never watched Seinfeld. You're missing out. I probably am. Okay. I can watch it on Not, one of them still. It right? hasn't really aged well, though. Got to be honest. <laughs> well, some of them. <laughs> some of them have just, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but they're like, just like, when did that show end? Like late 90, 90s, right? 90. Like that's a minute ago. <laughs> seven? I want to yeah, say that is a minute say the later ago. 90s. I'm trying to remember like final episode. They were talking about making a new episode. Like one more episode. Oh, well, AI. Makes uh, they can't just do, I mean, you can just do one With episode. Them getting out of jail? 1998. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. how they, they're all old now. They Could you imagine they had them in that little cell this long? Yeah. <laughs> I believe they want to revisit that. I heard that too, that they want to revisit that episode. Because everybody hated that yeah. episode. It was terrible. It was yep. awful. Yep. Great show. And I think the last, I think the last words said on the episode were also the first words said on the first episode. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Dayton Haas, nine goals and 19 points, 24 games. <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers podcast with a yep. sign. Should we get her back on the rails? <laughs> well, he's could, I suppose. It's the last show before Christmas. Yeah. Philpio is still in this play. You know what? The Christmas elf didn't drop us off beers in the studio for today's episode. What the fuck, man? They all got dropped off at the previous show and consumed. Yeah, Jay had beers on Owen every day. Rascal. Bring up your issues with him. He's in my list of grievances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking back at last night's game, there's a couple other things I wanted to touch on. First of all, we mentioned it. Ryan McLeod, big night. Yep. First two goal game of the season. First two goal game in a minute. Maybe ever. I don't think so. I think I heard it last night on the broadcast. He's got one more before that. Yeah, I think okay. so. Other thing worth mentioning, Connor McDavid picked up a goal and an assist. Now gives him 27 points in the 15 games he's played against the Devils. He has got a point in every single game he's played against the Devils. Yeah. Really? Ryan McLeod's last two goal game, March 28th, 2022 against Arizona. I have, in a minute. I have one more fact about last night's game. Go ahead. It's the first time the Oilers have beat New Jersey in New Jersey since 2015, which was their longest drought against the team on the road. David Putty would be upset. David. The Devils. <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Just get it. Hit Liam with every single <laughs> reference yeah. we can right now. Another thing I want to mention from last night's game, another two points for Sammy Gagne. He's got four goals, five assists for nine points in 18 games. Dude. <laughs> Incredible production on a league min contract. He's scoring at a 40 point pace. And he plays what? How many, how many minutes did he play last night? Six, seven? Because he got banged up a little bit. Uh, yeah. the mush. Did he come back after 949. that? 9.49. Did he come back after that? I think I so. Don't, I think so, yeah. I thought I heard that today that he had he did not uh, come back after taking. I don't know. I remember. I mean, good news for Connor Brown is that Derek Ryan and Sam Gagne may be hurt. Bad news for Connor Brown is that Adam Ernie scored. Fair. Derek Ryan got absolutely demolished behind the net at the end of the game, and it was just one of those things where people were celebrating or whatever, and I was just like, "Is he okay?" Because he did not look okay. Mm. He is. Uh, he's been taking some lickings recently. And we're not going to find anything today because they're not going to have any pre-skates. No, 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 no. Um, but let's throw this out there. I know, again, by the time people consume this podcast, the game might be over. But would you try to squeeze Connor Brown back in? Or is it only if someone's hurt? Only if Fancy someone's hurt. Petrol? Yeah. Only, only if someone's, someone's hurt. hurt. Jinx, you owe me soda. We have pop. I got a liter of cola out there. Whatever it is, I'll take it. But like on Oilers Nation every day, Frank Saravalli was, I was watching your show. He was talking about Connor Brown was very upset about finding out he was a healthy scratch at practice in New Jersey. Why? Like, why is that? That was upset? my question. Like, I get why you would be mad, but bro, like you had to see it yeah. coming. Look at your production. Look at what's been going on for you. Now, I guess no it, from a standpoint of, wants to be sad. that's yes. And from a standpoint of he's, he's had, looks recently whereas he's he was had three having or four nothing. posts yeah i mean their posts are zeros so, on the board but they're still yeah. he's probably sitting there going so what you're telling me if those shots go half an inch lower i have four goals and i'm not gonna healthy scratch which yes. is probably a dumb way to look at it but, but, but yes yes, yes that's the case yes, that's yeah. exactly how it goes yep the result based because the others would have won those games even more right like they contribute to the score and posts don't count except in the course keys mm-hmm. you know which is also a fake stat or when you Person. guys write them. Huh? How dare you? How dare you? But ultimately, okay. Say my thought would be same lineup as last night, provided you can. Yep. Yeah, I would too. The only way I would slot in Brown is if someone is hurt, which they might be because our two old boys were pretty banged up yesterday. I think it's pretty easy to go to Derek Ryan. I mean, he's been playing fine hockey, but I think you could probably go to him and just say, hey man, you've been getting hit hard a lot recently. Like he's gone down the tunnel, I think three times in the last three weeks. Um, extra long Christmas break for you, Derek Ryan. Yeah. I think it's important to get Connor Brown back in. I, I don't think you want to have that guy sitting on a poor game. Or Derek Ryan kills penalties. No, Connor Brown kills penalties. Does he? Yeah. Can you take face-offs? No, Derek Ryan doesn't take a ton of face-offs for them anymore. So anybody can take face-offs. But interesting point, actually. <laughs> I, I would just try to be trying to get him in, even if it means going to Gagne and Gagne, if he's healthy, you play him no matter what, but Derek Ryan specifically, I'd just be like, listen, Wednesday, the first game. Yeah. No, Thursday, Thursday, 28th. Okay. Yeah. If 28, 33. You don't want him going a full week, having to stew on that healthy scratch and give him a chance to build why up not, some positive momentum. But, it is. but why don't you? I don't know. I just think he's, I like, want his nose in the corner thinking about what he did. And it's you only get, three days really. Cause four days are like a, Holiday that doesn't really count in yeah, terms but, of like. Well, mm, for us, we he's going to be a Connor's PJ it. going back to Ontario. He'll be fine. I just think he's an important guy to get going because he he needs to be a part of the solution this season, right? You've committed to that bonus for next year, so you need to try milk something positive out of this experience this season. So try to get him going a little bit. 
Put him back in the lineup tonight against the Rangers. Where do you put him then? Fourth line? Yeah, third or fourth line. Like you could run Yanmark. Kane He's averaging fourteen forty six so far this yeah. season with Yanmark, Kane, and Brown. There's my third line. Go. Yanmark, Kane, and Brown. Yanmark's playing center. Oh, this feels horrible. <laughs> You're gonna. Evander <laughs> Kane is doing nothing right now. Yanmark hasn't had a goal since. The November Kane, and Conor Ryan hasn't scored a goal this season. Well, so you're gonna per, put those three guys together? Sounds like <laughs> yeah. It sounds like we're gonna get lit the, up. Last, gonna last time they put Kane on the third line, what happened? He got pissed off and he went out there. And we did just shit. need to he make sure there Scott Oak's there to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, get stuck, Scott Oak. There. And then your fourth line would be Ernie Gagne and Hamlin. Hamlin. I like okay. I like putting Gagne and uh, and Kane together though. Okay, so then go Gagne, Kane, Yanmark, and then Brown, Hamlin. And Ernie. Yeah, that's the one I want. <laughs> Boy, this feels a lot like should Dominic Cahoon play in the top six tonight? Like, kind of. Right. That's why Liam's uh, Christmas wish needs to come true. <laughs> Short order here. They need a winger. They need a center. They need a D man and a goalie. They're right there. First, Outside they just need everyone that, to play their potential. Then we can figure it out from there. If they all play to their potential. To me, I think one of the moves that you make as quick as possible is, and I mean, it creates a hole in the, on the third line is you put McLeod on the wing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Nugent Hopkins on the wing is quietly putting up a really fucking solid season again. Yeah, he is. It's, and he's very effective there. I just think it's weird how they've just never tested it before. Outside of last night. Like they've done it like spots here and there with McLeod, but it's never been like a, a long solution a to anything. player. Leave him on the perimeter. But it, even like last year when, Bukestad, and maybe he was injured if I'm remembering correctly. Like when Bukestad and McLeod were there, they just made McLeod the fourth. McLeod, oh my goodness. <laughs> McLeod, McLeod. Sorry, Ryan. He's chasing right now. <laughs> they just made him the fourth line center, did they not? If I'm remembering that correctly? I don't remember. I just feel like there's been spots for him to test this. I think McLeod can be actually a good problem on the second line. No, I think I like him on that on that line skating yeah. with Leon. It's just go like get he said, box for Leon. That's your job. Don't look. Maybe they should just go eleven and seven ice. and be like McLeod. You're playing right wing or left wing, whatever way he shoots, and then put him on the center as well. <laughs> good luck, Ben Gleason. Benny G. When are we Why gonna not? play him? Listen, he's having a good time. <laughs> Benny G. We could call him Benny One Thousand. <laughs> ben Those NHL paychecks. Yeah. Snacks are good. I wonder where he's from. Bakersfield I mean, technology. Bakersfield. Uh, Connor Brown. He and uh, Connor Brown. He's Michigan. probably getting the snacks last night. Ben Gleason. Good guy. Glue guy. You need a snack? I got you. Fresh popcorn. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking out loud. Broberg's doing pretty well in Bakersfield right now, actually. Tell me about it. Um, he is, has right now. Where is he? He has one goal and four points in nine games, but I think he's only been down there for six since we last sent him down. So he's been pretty Do you good. believe the rumors or the reports that he might be enough to sweeten the deal to get Campbell out of here? No. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we all thought last year that Michael Kesselring was just a throw into the Nick Bukestad trade. Now he's an everyday NHL. I feel like Broberg's better than Kesselring because he actually gets calls up to the NHL. Maybe Arizona would be interested in Broberg. Maybe. Maybe the others should just develop their players better and we won't have to trade them away. Or draft better players. Thoughts? No, they draft good players. He's just stuck in a a long line of left-handed You can't. We're not doing this again. But when every single player is crap, it's not on the scouting. It's on the fact you don't develop anybody. 
or it's no, no it's chicken and egg, Liam. It's not chicken and egg because surely you have like one or two guys who are like that guy's pretty good. Brian McLeod was a second round pick. Stuart Skinner was a third round pick. Yes, and it's a different group. Evan Bouchard like, it's was a different, later it's a different development group. Like since Jay Woodcroft left Bakersfield, the others have not developed players. Is that coaching staff? Yeah, I don't think the coaching staff is good well, enough. Well, they're not that. playing young players right now down in Bakersfield. No, they don't. My my friend but you can only play a certain amount of veterans too, though. Yeah, and like the veterans have to play. Like you can only play like you, what, four? How certain, many you can play? Yeah, certain. Oh, I, I'm not sure to be honest. Or something. But my buddy went down last year to go and watch um, Carlos Savoy play when they played the Wranglers. And he said the first unit power play was basically just veterans. It was like McKeg, Malone. Um, I love Greg McKeg. I, I do love the egg. But he's like, sprinkle him in. Like, these guys aren't going to get better. I don't know what it is this year, to be honest. It's off the top of my head. But he's like, you got to play Petrov a little bit more. You got to play I agree. Savoy, Borgo. Like, give them guys to play with. Like, Lane Peterson's down there, too. Like, that's kind of the veterans. You probably want to actually be playing because he's only like 26. Too. One veteran with two rooks, one veteran with two. Or two yeah, and like, hey, I'm not up. saying that like those guys have to, like Malone and McKeg and, and Griffith have been like good veterans for the Oilers in Bakersfield, but they got to be playing the kids. Philip Roberg, what exactly would you have preferred that they did with him? Because um, he's played 79 NHL games. Yeah, hasn't been able to stick. Yeah, but in those but 79 games, how many minutes has he But played? he doesn't play. Like, when he comes, like, this 11 and 7 thing he works. If fucking up, why would you play? Bouchard fucks up all the time. Yeah, Bouchard well, used up to. a truckload of points. He wasn't. Like, last season, Bouchard, until Barry left, he wasn't putting up a truckload of points. Yeah, but Broberg yeah, was playing all those games. You but he was playing. No, he, he doesn't the, play he enough. He was five, six, seven, so he was getting half the amount of minutes that you'd like I just to, think I they should have... He... It's both ways, right? Like he should have, he should have maybe been a little bit better, but also when you just have it in your head of like, every time I make a mistake, I'm just going to sit on the bench the entire game. It's not a good mentality. He was stuck behind a long line of Yeah, and like the left side of it is not great. I compare him directly to Vinny Darnay, where Vinny got those same minutes and he just wrestled them into more minutes. But Vinny's a right-handed defenseman. Yeah, he would have needed a lefty-righty advantage. If was better than Rekulak, he would play... More than Brad Kulak. And Maybe Broberg was true. given that position, penciled into that position twice now into this roster. And then <laughs> lost it both right? times. I'm not trying to shit on Philip Broberg. I just side. don't think that, like, <laughs> at some point it can't always be the organization's fault for players not playing well. Okay. Do you, would you say the same thing about Yessi? That he wasn't given the opportunity? No, I think Paul Yavi was an injury thing that let him down because he was good. At the start of that season, I remember, I think it was the Anaheim game where he got hurt and then didn't he get COVID and then he was just never really the same. Yeah, he was Mm -hmm. sick. I feel like that's what screwed him a little bit because when he came back from Finland, he was actually pretty good. Yeah, 100%. And then he got injured and then it kind of went down the shitter for him. Didn't stick in Carolina. They didn't even play him down the street. It wasn't. Well, that was him after his injuries. No, he was on the ice for that one OT winner. Mm. On the whole, what you're saying, Liam, makes sense to me, but the, the Broberg example is not a great one for you. Like what you're okay. saying about the organization. Well, like, well, I don't know what you want me to say. He's also no, stuck behind three legit NHL defensemen. Like, and people in this all. room have been saying the whole time, like the NHL is not a devel- developmental league and we got to win now. I'm sorry, we can't push the defenseman now, but Broberg's a defenseman who needs to just be given minutes at this point to take the next step in his career. But we as a team don't have that, op- don't have that luxury to do it right now. So he's kind of just stuck in a, in a, Bad spot. He's just for him. stuck in limbo. Yeah, he's just a bad spot for him. 
They just didn't seem. They gave Lavoie his chance. And then, brought, and then you and you swapped a righty for a lefty last year, one of the better lefties, right? So you went from a righty where Broberg had an opportunity to like work his way in because there wasn't no Ekholm. Then you bring in Ekholm, and I got Nurse Ekholm and Kulak. Yeah, it's really tough for him to get in there, and he needs minutes to advance his career. And you can't just give him minutes right now because you have three lefties ahead of him, and he's not as good on his right hand side than say like uh, Vinny. So you say it's this one is half and half. This one's like part on the on the team, part on it's just not there for him right now. It just sucks, but sometimes you're growing into a situation where there's a long line of guys in front of you and you can't crack it. You don't get the opportunity to. And so that at this point now, they need to look at moving on and utilizing that asset and turning it into something and then figuring out what your next uh upcoming LD is gonna be afterwards i want to move on from him because you don't have enough depth i agree with that but don't you have like if you but if you were able to package him in a deal to get out of campbell you're doing it in a second yes also agreed and then you got to pray that you stay healthy for a second straight season on the blue line that's why we got blank for a second straight season on the blue line you got to pray you stay healthy the whole time because they were fully healthy last year no one got hurt until the so playoffs, but you do have, and I mean, depending on who goes down, you've got Gleason, you've got Nima Linen, who's going to be a big question mark. You don't know what he can do, you don't know what he can't do, though. Nima Linen, yeah, and then yeah, I would if if you're going to move on from a guy like Broberg, I'm probably looking at trying to pick up a cheap veteran seven too. Then I just also think that Joe Weller's a bit the Chris Russell, if you will, generally mm. poor at drafting. Yeah, I think they have been too. Who picked Kessler Ring? Uh, he was actually like 2016 draft pick, something like that. Go. So it would have been Pistol Pete. It would have been Pistol Pete, which See, and, he was and, actually pretty good at. Yeah. And yeah, we played like another defenseman last night that, that we drafted. John Marino. John Marino. And now For, I buy Pistol Pete. Yeah. <laughs> that one was that, that one. Sucks yeah, that one's just like yeah, personal. That, yeah, there's nothing. He didn't want to play here. What are you going to do? Yeah, no, and that's fine. But it's, it's, a, it's a situational thing. Kind of, sort of the same thing at Broberg's in. In a way, I suppose. You got I three just, like, guys ahead of them. You're not going to give them any minutes ahead of them. I just think that we've been talking about like depth scoring or the lack thereof. It just seems like every team in the league has somebody come up from their mind, the minors, and contribute. Hamlin just never. Vinny, the Hamlin's like, like we're talking about like a. Yes, but but we do I mean, have Tyler, these right? guys. Like, who's our guy from the, the AHL that come up and scored eight goals? Like, we don't have that. So they didn't develop them, or they don't have them in the first place. Or you trade them. It's an end. It's a spin cycle of a debate. There's no winner. Since 2020, oh, I mean, the Oilers have had one player that they've drafted and make the NHL. Dylan Holloway. It was Holloway. Yeah, he's the only one. Yeah, but 2020 was like yesterday. It was yeah, four drafts ago. With that's <laughs> it's four, almost 2024. No. With that's with COVID in there too, though. Mm. Yeah, you didn't think that's about that, did you? Liam? Yeah. No, you could go outside. You just weren't allowed to have friends. That's ah, true. <laughs> yes. Remember we were banging our pots and pans and stuff every day. <laughs> Eight o'clock. Thank you. Shift change. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I still do it. <laughs> Last man out. In the neighbors jungle. hate them. Yeah. What we are they going to say though? It's for the nurses. Yep. For the doctors. Let's can't the, hate on that. The Miz is right there. They hear me. <laughs> exactly. You know. That's all. Are we talking? Done talking about dropping? <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about Broberg more, please? <laughs> Uh, well, good news. 
All of us are idiots, and I've got a handful of questions for Ask the Idiots. First one's about Broberg. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Have the Oilers developed Broberg correctly? No. <laughs> I want to tell you about Nation Gear. Go check out a bunch of new stuff that is up on the website, nationgear.ca. We've got the new varsity line that's up there. Boxing Day, we're doing a sale. Yes. Nationgear.ca. While you can also still book your trip to Arizona with us for February, the nation vacation. We're going to go watch Edmonton take on Arizona in a tiny little arena. And we're going to take a big chunk of it. Come with us. Come hang out. Four of the five of us will be there. Tyler may or may not wear the romper. Have you found it? No. Tune in. With all of us there, there's room for another 15 other people in the arena. Wow. It's going to be a big day for those 15 people with you. Mm-hmm. There you go. Nationgear.ca. Watch out for the sales. We're going to have a bunch of graphics and stuff going up over the next week. Just to remind you, if you didn't get something for Christmas, the best time to do it is the Boxing Week sale. Get something a little cheaper. Beautify your life. Make yourself 49% sexier. Promise. Promise. Good. All right. We've got one, two, three, four, five. We've got some Christmas stuff in here. We've got some Oilers stuff in here. We've got a nice little mix. Rick, you're up first. Do you think Connor McDavid can get to 1,000 points by the end of this season? Basically, he needs to go at nearly a two-point-per-game two pace for the rest of the year. He's just over 100 away. Can he do it? Can he do it? Yes. Will he do it? Most likely, no. He'll finish up at like 984. Tyler. Damn, never bet against Connor McDavid, mm-hmm. but... Two points a game over 53 games. Let me give it. Let me give you the exact number here. So currently he is at 893. So he needs 107 points with 52 games left. Oh, he's not doing that. No, sorry. That's just too tall of an order. Wait, the year he got in the year that we had 56 games, how many points did he have? 100 something. 105. 105. Yeah, four more games. Still not enough points, right? That's it's not happening. Yeah. He's going to be right there. Play the Ottawa Senators one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, and they also went to Senators seven times that year. Uh, Liam, can Connor get to a thousand this year? No, I don't think he will. I think there's too much to ask. I'm going to say yes, just because, like, you know what? Fuck it. He, he went either on does it. it or he's going to be right there. Dan? He went on a heater last year at the end of the season. Absolutely, he does it. Three points per game, no problem. No problem. Just mm-hmm. needs a couple of eight-point game, uh, eight point game heaters, you know? Nothing, or what is the line, Tyler? Eight-game <laughs> eight heater. Nothing an eight-game heater can't solve. Something yeah. Like that. Uh, just quickly, because the stat lines are hilarious. That year, Leon Dreisaitl had 21 points in nine games. Him and Connor and Leon each had 21 points in nine games against the Sens. Point night? Oh, that's funny. That's that's a lot. Point one. That was a weird year. That was a really weird year. Do you mean like an oh four straight games against the Jets coming up this weekend? <laughs> and uh, remember Ottawa was like good against everyone else in that division too. Like they yeah. they had they played well against everyone else and then they played us and they were just like, oh, okay. Connor McDavid that year had yeah. 22 points in nine games against the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That what a funny year. That was a weird pandemic weird aside. That was a weird <laughs> season. It's now like I was at the game last Saturday and just, it's back to normal. You go to the Oilers game, you grab yep. yourself a beer, buys and jerseys, blah, blah, Lick blah. the doorknob. It's all fine. Yeah, that's how I open doors. I use my mouth. Yeah. Um, but then in 2020 empty barn, all the seats covered. Remember Connor had a hat trick and some of the arena staff came and threw hats on the ice. Yep. I was like, get this out of here. I still look at uh, truly can. I had a press pass. I was in the building <laughs> that night or seltzer. Sorry. 
I was in the building when he got his 100th point that game, and the video on my phone is still one of the weirdest things ever. Of like, Here comes the flex. There's nobody in the building except bang, Tyler. But me, but me. <laughs> but the video, the point is, the video is very eerie of like him scoring, yeah. and the horn goes, and then it's just like... <laughs> High school gym. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Dan, can Connor get 2,000 points? Yes, he does it. No problem. Don't bet against him. No problem, he says. <laughs> no problem. No. Lock it in. Yeah. Casual 2.1 <laughs> game for the rest of the season. Reversing the order now. Nation Dam, starting with you. This one comes in from Maynard. We are all pulling for Connor Brown. We're seeing signs of him coming around, and in my eyes, his contributions to the PK is invaluable. Let's hope and say he maybe gets six to eight goals and can be a factor in the playoffs. Assuming no other team steps forward and offers him the bag, can you see him signing another one-year cap-friendly deal in Edmonton to do the Oilers a solid, given the bonuses he's being paid next season? <laughs> another league men deal coming your way all right hey why not sure i could see him doing it that way i don't think it's going to continue to go like this but but yes i could absolutely see him if the oilers were interested signing a sweetheart deal for the team um so sorry it was if the Oilers would sign him to a league minimum deal again all like vice versa so eventually it I makes guess it like you would have a four just million. over five million dollars for two years right yeah. it's like why would you want him back because if you're this already season, paying him 3.25 to not play for you, why not just give him another 750K and at least get the player? he doesn't have a goal at all this season. That's, and you probably want more production from your bottom six, which we just asked season? Santa to give. I don't care how many games are in the season. He has done little. What if he scores 25 from here on in? Then yes, there's <laughs> no way he will ask for a league minimum. <laughs> Good point. That's a fair point. Tyler? Yeah, I would love him back at league min next year. Won't, I don't think it'll happen. I think if it continues but to like, go, what could he possibly ask for? I know, but I'm saying if it continues to go poorly, he'll probably be like, Ooh, fresh start time need to go to another market. And if it goes well, he's probably more than that. So it's just not worth it. Rick. I would definitely consider it. You, I, I don't think you can rule it out right now. You got to see what you got available at the time and everything. But, uh, if he can become a bit of like, if he can become a quality third line player for the rest of the season and, score eight goals from here on in, maybe get up to 12 or something like that. He'd consider it. I would try to sign him to a league min extension in January. Just be like, listen, dude, next week. Yeah, I would too. With an like, opt out for the team. Like my guy, well, it's only 715. Throw him down there. Anyways. You've got one million. point. We are giving you 3.25 next year. You, you take this. Stop it. If he's here next year, does his, bonus become part of his salary or no it's, it's still completely different right bonus so like if he was here next year and you put him down you you can't pretend that he's getting paid four million no. and take off one point yeah okay didn't think so i'd rather just played lavoie for the, probably the same amount of money why not both yeah because <laughs> one of them isn't that good yeah, but you got to, I mean, this one? time next year, you got to think about Lavoie. You got to think about the two right one, the two right hand shots behind him are, there's a very good chance they're not in the league next year, right? Uh, Derek Ryan. I mean, they oh, signed yeah. Derek Ryan to a two year deal with, I think, intent on throwing him in Baco as like the coaching player type of thing in year two. And we love him, but I'm fairly certain this might be Sam's last go. I'd like to just add a bit more potential to the lineup. What if we can get two more new hips for Sam Gagne? Yeah, four legs. Four hips. He's a centaur. <laughs> His upper body can move like an owl's head and spin fully around 360. 
Can you imagine how freaked out a D-man would be? Sam Gotti yeah. skating in and then just his upper body flips and he's still skating forward. It doesn't help his skills at all on the ice, but it terrifies the hell out of the D-man. Yeah. Uh, Raphael of Liam has got eight goals and three assists for 11 points in 15 games currently with the Condors. There you go. Boy. Keep developing it. You should bring that guy up and play him on the fourth line again. I love the way he never played. <laughs> you know what? All that standing moving where Raffle of Juan being properly developed is six and a half minutes a night at the NHL level. <laughs> there you go. We got a new coach, though. We got a new coach. You never know. Every Although coach. the interesting thing, like new coach is Nobby was playing Broberg less than the other two. Yeah. Anyway, we're off. Liam, don't worry about it. I'm not talking about Philip Broberg ever again. Okay. <laughs> now we're into the important questions. Rick? Yep. Cal wants to know what is the most overrated Christmas food? Uh, the desserts. Ooh, that's a good pick. Thank you. I considered that. Tyler, what's the most overrated Christmas foods? I'm Ukrainian, so I'll go with the one Ukrainian food I don't like, cabbage rolls. Fair. Hang on a minute. Are they sour cabbage rolls or are they the German ones that are basically just like hamburger, tomato, rice inside? No, no hamburger, just rice wrapped in cabbage and that's it not like it i like the german ones mm. liam what is the most overrated christmas food turkey really not really a turkey yeah i mean i'll eat it beef? but it's a bit overrated mm. it's just like, oh we look forward to this all year and it's like why it's just like chicken <laughs> it's fair <laughs> you know, that's all well, it is I'm, I'm <laughs> yep bigger <laughs> yeah dan was the most overrated christmas food I, it doesn't feel fair. Like I like Rick's answer of the dessert, but I'm going to try and be different. So I'll say the gravy just because everything about Christmas and dinner is delicious. Oh, I love so gravy. gravy is just an extra. It's not necessary. Oh, you could have said the cranberries then. That's, yeah, that's good. That's what turkey, I was actually going to go with. Turkey is- stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy are mm. essentials. Everything else at that point. But what out of those would you can't remove? go away. Well, no, don't do that to me. <laughs> I'm going to go like. If your cranberry sauce is just one of the like, <laughs> and it holds its form in that was the him, bowl. Yeah, that was him getting the jelly out of the can. That is not for me. That's fair. A homemade cranberry sauce. Okay. Now we can have a conversation, but that's not what I get in my house. We get the can one that is still holding its shape for days and weeks after Christmas. <laughs> just chisel off some on the side. Oh, just take a little slice off. You put it's it like on your cutting into a gummy bear. Yeah. 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 Underrated Christmas food. <sighs> Leftovers. Oof. The best. Yeah. Anyway, that's fair. Coming in the middle. Tyler, you're up next. How do you rank these four holidays? Okay. You ready? Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, New Year's Eve. Who's Thanksgiving? Ours? Yeah, of course. Just checking. Okay. Number one Christmas, because you actually get like some time off. It feels like everyone actually shuts down and winds down and like you're done. Yeah. You know, so I, I'll go Christmas one for that reason. Thanksgiving too, because it's just food and there's no gift giving or any headache behind it. You just go eat and hang out with your family. That one's good. Number three, New Year's Eve, big party. Everyone's usually going and doing something pretty social for it. Again, the next day off is usually a day off so you can party and not like worry about having to work or anything. And then four is Halloween because I don't know. It can fall on like a Wednesday and you're like, what the hell am I going to do on a Wednesday? Liam? Rank them. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, New Year's Eve. Christmas is one. New Year's Eve is two. I guess Thanksgiving is probably three. And then Halloween's four. Hmm. Dan? 
Okay. New Year's Eve is fourth, like by a long shot. I don't understand having it as your second one for both of you guys. But no, New Year's Eve is the worst. It is completely made up. It is contrived. It is cold. It is nonsense. Uh, And it's expensive. It's based on the calendar. And it's expensive as shit. Uh, What's that? It's made up in the sense, it's made up in the sense that everybody has their own New Year's. There's a made up New Year's for everyone. Think about all the other New Year's that happen in the middle of the year. It's just, it's made well, up. Crazy. It's crazy. Why would change the year nonsense. in the middle of the year? There's a Chinese New Year. There's a Ukrainian New Year's. There's a... I kind of keep going. Now. Okay. Uh, so that's that. Then I would say it's... <laughs> Ah oh, man, yeah, you're going four to one here. So yeah, careful. number three, I would say Thanksgiving. And Tyler, you laid it out pretty well. It is just a food based holiday. I'll say Halloween is number two because you get to little kids enjoy Halloween. They get to have a blast with it, and there's nothing better than being that house that has the cool candy in it. Uh, and then Christmas is number one because gifts and all the good times you have with family. Rick, what you got? What's your order? Uh, okay, I'm going to be a little bit different here. We're going to go New Year. Or sorry, we're going to go Thanksgiving, New Year's Eve, Christmas, Halloween. And Halloween's like way, way back. Mine's a little bit different. Also, I'm going to go Thanksgiving one because you get all the food. You don't yeah. got to buy anybody anything. There's yeah, there's less. You go, you hang out, world. you're gone. And there's football and hockey potentially. Yep. Two Christmas, love the time off. Um, New Christmas Eve is actually more fun in my family than Christmas day. So like Christmas would be number two. Halloween's number three. I just like candy. Fair. So I go stock up pre Halloween, get myself candy, pretending I'm going to give some out to kids, even though I keep all the lights off. (laughs) November 1st, I go back to the store and get all the discounted Halloween candy stocked up for show. And then New Year's Eve. I just don't care about New Year's Eve at all. Like I'm working this year on New Year's Eve. I'm on after dark. Woo. Or a six o'clock game though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll probably be in bed by 11. Ah, wow. Cause I have shit I want to do on the first cause it's a day off. So yeah, go to bed early up and at him. early bird gets the worm. There you go. I'd like to hear from you. How do you rank those four holidays? We're working through last question. Ask the idiots. Okay. Liam, you're up first. All right. <laughs> the world juniors tourney kicks off on boxing day. So I'm wondering what is your favorite world juniors championship memory? Um, so I'll give you two because one of them's more recent, but my, my favorite one, I don't even know if they won the game, but do you remember when Canada came, were coming back against Russia? I think it was like 2013 or something like that. Like Jaden Swartz was on the team and those guys, but they were down like five, one. Yeah, we did not win that. I don't think they won, but that no, was a really fun moment. Marks don't hit the post. Lead. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Mark Stone was on the team. Um, my f- my most, injury. the one that I remember most recently is my favorite was the OT winner a couple of years ago from, I think, was it Kent Johnson? Yeah. But Mason McTavish like banks it off the goal line. That was crazy. Yeah, that was cool. So that was cool. Tyler, you're up next. Best or favorite World Juniors memory? Oh, easy. Eberly goal. That was like really one of the first ones that super stands out to me. I remember like some of the previous ones, like Matt Halischuk scoring that golden goal against Sweden in like 04 or 05. Um, but that Eberly goal, just it's iconic. You can go back and watch it and still get chills. So it's the Eberly game tying goal against Russia and then their run to the gold medal. Except when Pierre, uh, Pierre Maguire ruins the call. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> I like anytime TSN shows that highlight, they cut his audio out from that <laughs> yeah. entire moment. It's the best. Uh, Nation Dan, your favorite World Juniors moment? 
this is going to be a shocker, but it's 2003 because it was in Halifax and Jordan Tutu was unbelievable during that tournament. Uh, we've had the opportunity to talk to him on this podcast about that. It was an absolute blast. Uh, we didn't end up winning that year. That was the year that I believe it was Kovalchuk was tearing up the the world juniors for the Russians and they ended up playing Russia and Canada in the finals. And I just always remember, I think it was Kovalchuk. I hope it was, uh, but so one of the Russian players took a penalty and then he spit directly on the camera in the penalty box. And that just stayed with me forever. Shout out to uh, Jeff Roy Whitko who scored the game winning goal in the semifinals. I think in the USA. Yeah. 2003. I believe so. Yeah. He was on that team for sure. Rick, what do you got? Favorite world juniors memory. I think I'm going to go back to the nineties when they had five in a row the drive for five. Like we were all, it was always just Canada was the best, the best, the best that always, but like one specific game, I think uh, it'd have to go down to the Taves price um, overtime or sorry, the shootout when Taves shoots like three times and mm. is it Oshi? Yeah, yeah. Oshi shoots a bunch of times and I think price is a net for us. And I don't remember who was in net for the U S my favorite just to be different it was going to be the Everlay goal how could you not um i'm just gonna say the 2005 team oh yeah if you can just bear with me while i go through this lineup it's crazy it's ridiculous oh that and the 96 team i think are the two best ever brent seabrook dion Phaneuf, sean bell shea weber Jeff Carter, Sidney Crosby, Colin Frazier, Anthony Stewart, Stephen Dixon, Ryan Getzlaff, Clark MacArthur, Mike Richards, Andrew Ladd, Danny Savret, uh, Jeremy Collinton, Corey Perry, Cam Barker, Nigel Dawes, Braden Coburn, Jeff Glass, Rajan Saiv, and Patrice Bergeron, all on the same team. That's There's like multiple Hall of Famers on that team. Yeah, there's... A couple of former friends in there, too. Yeah, Sean Bell. Danny Savret. Danny Savret, Colin Frazier. Yeah, Colin Frazier. Oh, yeah. With his healthy foot. <laughs> Cam Barker, how could we forget? <laughs> Number three overall. He's coming to the OS to resurrect his career. This is a mm-hmm. big year for us, guys. I can feel it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Things didn't go so well. Yeah. He's uh, coaching in Penticton now. Cam Barker? Yep. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, World Juniors kicks off Boxing Day. I'll have the preview against Finland on Boxing Day. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be relying heavily on uh, Stephen Ellis from DailyFaceOff.com. They've got a good team this year. They're being underrated. The people are saying they're probably the third, maybe even fourth yeah, best what team. Read, it's like Sweden and the U.S. Yeah, follow me, Liam. Is just like to beat Canada or uh, to beat Sweden in the U.S., Canada will have to be like all guns firing. Yeah, but they have a ton of talent. I mean, I don't also, think I, was it something like ten players who could be on that team or on the show right now. So there, there's a bunch of guys. Yeah, like I mean, Bedard and Fantelli could both be eligible to play on this team too. That's the problem with Canada. Is they yeah always seem to have two or three guys who can't go because the of this. Guys, yeah, yeah. So they're good. I like uh, Nate Danielson. Good Red Deer lad. I'm Matt Savoy. Good Edmonton boy. Good Stab boy. St. Albert boy. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> like, yeah, they're good. We'll see how they do. We're running along here, Tyler. GEA. Getting hung up on Philip Broberg. I know. Liam and I still have to do this holiday episode and pre-gaming starts in 90 minutes. All right. Well, let's get Kennedy in here for Kennedy's quote He's game. getting for our stressed out here. Alberta Blue Cross. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit abwcross.ca forward slash travel for more information. Again, Nation Vacation Arizona is fast approaching. Still some spots left, nationgear.ca. Join us, Edmonton versus Arizona. We're going down to a tiny little barn to watch the boys play. And Alberta Blue Cross is going to be providing the travel insurance on that trip. I turn it over to Kennedy for Kennedy's Quotes Game. Hi, boys. Hello. Hi, Kennedy. So this is probably, the, this is the last quote game of the year. So I did tally up the totals. Wow. So Uh-oh. we're going to go through them because this one's for all the marbles. I like marbles. Steelies. So there was 19 quote games total that were played this year, which is crazy. But um, so because you guys all weren't here during certain times. So I did the on aggregate of who did the best, who did Mm. the worst. So Tyler, you played, you did 66 (laughs) quotes. You got 20 of them, right? So you're at 30%. Not bad. (laughs) Liam, you did 88 quotes. You got 37. Correct. 42%. 42%. Oh, that's not bad. BM but did 100 quotes. You got 49 right at 49%. Good for you. Dan, you did 106 quotes. <laughs> uh, you got 37 right, so 35%. Wow. And that's the end of the list. <laughs> so, so, sorry, what was the percentages? Just, yeah, I know that's the end of it, but yeah. what were the percentages for everybody that you listed? What? What were the percentages for everybody you listed? Listed? Uh, so Ty, 30%. Liam, 42. BM, 49. And Dan, 35. <laughs> Tyler, that's so embarrassing. I'm not in last, though. <laughs> I'm like Jackie Robinson. Yeah. 42. Aren't you in last, Tyler? Well, sure. What did Rick I'll get? That, I'll take that bullet for Rick. So out of 112 quotes. 112. You got 60, right? Ooh. Wow. You thought he was going the other way, Tyler? Oh, I thought he was in no. last. I am in last. You are. 54%. Yeah, it's like high school all over again. 54%, 49 <laughs> for me. You know what? Let's I roll. take a coin flip. I'm a coin flip on this game. Let's go. All righty, boys. This one's for all the marbles. Number one, holy fuck Santa Claus. Okay. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number two, 
I wanted to, I want to ask you about Christmas Day. There was a lot of football. Number three, I've got nothing negative. Oh, wait. The Rogers wrapped in red event. Oh, okay. Number four, I wish we could blame that on the holiday feasts. Number five, I actually got two Christmas. I got two gifts for Christmas. And number six. One second. Uh, I want to know what those presents were. Yeah, I'm curious. (laughs) And number six, he was dressed like Santa Claus. This is impossible. Yeah, I'm not doing very well. I'm going to stick with my 54% thing. Yeah, this sucks. What was number two? Uh, I Number two was I want to ask you about Christmas Day. There was a lot of football. I think I went over today. I feel like there are some questions directed There's, at me, but I didn't answer any of them. This is awful. What was the last one again? Sorry. He was dressed like Santa. <sighs> so Waz wasn't a part of this game. No. Okay. You're lucky, though. Just checking. Could have. This is not good. Already, we lock and loaded. Ready? Do rock and roll. Yeah, ready is okay. we're ever gonna be. Number one, holy fuck, Santa Claus. BM. Tyler. I said BM. I said BM. I said Liam. I have BM. I would call him Father Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just driving around in general around December. What holy else? Holy fuck, Santa say? Claus over here to my right. Like, <laughs> damn it! Tie. Wow. Damn it! All right. Okay. Well, that is okay. not going to help my percentage. To ask you about Christmas Day, it, there was a lot of football. I'm going to say that was Rick. Rick is a man who enjoys football. I changed mine from Rick to Tyler. I said it was Rick as well. This is the one I'm most confident in. It's BM asking me about Christmas Day. I have wow. BM. That feel like a question to Tyler, not yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thirty Oilers Jets eight o'clock. Whew, that's a good night. That's a big sports night. What uh, I want to. I want to ask you about Christmas Day. There was a lot of football. Were you watching football? Not there. <laughs> yeah, I remember that conversation. A pregnant pause is what that is. <laughs> okay, number three. Uh, I've got nothing negative. Oh, wait. The Rogers wrapped in red event. I said it was me, but I guess not. I said Dan. I said Tyler. I said me. I have Liam. I don't know what that is. Here's a quote. I don't have cable. Uh, the... I don't know. I've got nothing negative. To, the Rogers wrapped in red event. There you go. You get my cold. <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> I remembered that one. <laughs> okay, number four. I wish we could blame that on the holiday feast. I had Dan, but now I know I, I don't s- have that one. Right. I said Liam. <laughs> I said Rick. I said Rick. I have Dan. Stu was there to cover up the mistakes, and he was fantastic. All I wish long. we could blame that on the holiday feasts. <laughs> nice. One for four. Let's go. That's 25%. I actually got two gifts for Christmas. Liam Harbin. I said Rick. I said Dan. I said BM. I guys get so many gifts. You were eating stress bananas. And that just kind of turned into a thing now. I actually, I got two banana gifts for Christmas. I wish I had them here, but I got a Lego. (laughs) Did you read? So you twisted the quote. I had to, <laughs> no, it's not a direct quote. Yeah. You twisted the quote. Yeah. I was fully That's not what I would have got that one correct. How am I we all would have. Without the word banana in it. It doesn't matter. You it's used the word football in the other one. 
yeah, for oh, to show that it was Tyler's. This is Tommy Salo, well, right hand shooter again, <gasps> all not? over again. He shoots right. Okay, by shoots the way. Well, when left. you grade this one at the end of twenty foot twenty four, put me down for stress a bananas on that one. And that just kind of yeah. turned into a this thing. Is now. My game. These were my rules. <sighs> it's unbelievable. My percentage. Fuck. Number six. <laughs> Your percentage. <laughs> You're. Lo- <laughs> You're literally third. Third last. Okay. Uh, last one. Okay. Can't focus now. Too many things. <laughs> Number six. He was dressed like Santa. Doesn't even matter. This I'm going to say lost. that was me That's talking about Hunter on Saturday. I guessed Liam. I said Liam. I said Dan. I have Tyler. I think. And just like- sure. You may argue that the mascot is for kids. But I say he's also for me. He brings it every game. He was dressed like Santa. Mm-hmm. He had his drum on. All right. How we do, boys? Two. One and a half. One. Off with the half. Everyone gets a half. Yeah, myself. That's it. One and a half. I got three because I'm a champion. One oh, and boy. a half. I would have I guessed that. Well. This is this one. The key is to always get one. <laughs> House house wins. That's my trick to getting to thirty five percent. I thought for sure. But whatever. I thought for sure I was at the twenty in the twenties well, percentage wise. That's the end of Colt game 2024 is going to go real hard. Great addition. Crazy stuff. But anyways, Rick's a cheater. Whatever. <laughs> Bye guys. Thanks for the game, Kennedy. It's divided fun. by six. Sixteen percent on that one. Rick taking slander there. Rick's a cheater. Which came out the one time and like was going to get everyone zero. And that's when I went 100%. She's disliked me ever since. Well, Kennedy quote game. Three of six today for old bag milk. Out of boy. That's good. Let's wrap up the podcast, gentlemen. Time for hot, cold performers. Let's rip through these. O.N.E. being recorded here shortly. Let's get through them real quick. We're going to start down with Nation Dan. I've got to reset the buttons on the roadcaster here. All right. Nation Dan, you are up first. Your cold performer of the week. Well, this one's going to be a personal one. Uh, I'm a bit of a runner. I don't know if you knew that about me, but I uh, was out running, been out running now in the last few weeks of, as the weather gets icier. And mine is just going to go out to the people that cannot seem to pick up after their dog oh, in my dude. area. Uh, I, I came upon one section of the sidewalk when I decided that I was going to make this my cold form of the week. Uh, I call it the poo sluge. Uh, <laughs> The sides of the sidewalk are are just absolutely covered with dog piles, and then the sidewalk is just an icy mess. So it's a it's just going to go to the people that don't pick up after your dog in the winter. You get my cold performer of all time. Worst, worst. So I'm with you on that one. Also a dog guy. Yep. A, lot, a lot of walks with my guy right now were thriving because of the lack of snow, mm. but there are very specific areas where there are just piles of dog shit everywhere. Insane. It's insanity. Pick it up. That's not society. Like, and I, I know what happened too. I could see it. A little bit of snow covered it there a couple weeks and then it all melts and then there it is. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Liam, you're up next. You're a cold performer of the week. My cold performer of the week. um, Just the amount of money you have to spend at Christmas is a bit of a pain in the ass. That's why Thanksgiving's better. Oh, get cold. Yep. It might be. I love giving. I hate how much everything costs right now. I love taking. (laughs) They have it. Taking is my love language. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sometimes I do jokes just for Rick, and I'm happy to get <laughs> Thank you. Tyler, you're up next. Your cold form of the week. The amount of money that the L.A. Dodgers are spending, they've single-handedly ruined the MLB offseason. I can't wait to watch them lose in the wild card round next year. I hate them. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat-out deceived. The, the memes are very funny of them and the Diamondbacks and the Diamondbacks like, we just needed friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they get What's his name? Yeah, yeah. they got Yamamoto. Yeah, oh yeah, plus, they spent a billion dollars plus, this offseason. Plus 50 million to his team over in Japan. Well, I think got it. I think the Oilers really set the bar for them with the Connor Brown contract and they were like, hmm, we can do this too. Yep. There you go. Inspire the nation. Uh, Rip, you're, Rick, you're up next. You are a cold form of the week. I, uh, it's this time of year. I, uh, I, I, I work different hours than the average person. So mm-hmm. I do my, I live my life in different hours than the average person. And now I am my, my normal life is being run amok by nine to fivers who aren't who are supposed to be at work or doing other things. Like this is my time to be out of the mall or the store, the, this, that, the other thing, they're all in my way now. So I hate this time of year. Cause, and also escalator people who just stand there and don't walk up the escalator. <laughs> Yeah. What the hell is Damn, going man. on? Stop being so lazy. Hey, Just stair walk. club for life, bro. Yes. Stair club for life. Uh, my cold performer of the week, and I hate to pick on the guy, but I'm going to do it anyway. Connor Brown, man, like healthy scratch last night, 4 million bucks on the book spread over two seasons. It hurts. I know it bothers you, but it bothers me. So you're just, you're getting it today. Are you thrilled? I'm not. Obviously that was coach garlics as well. Coach garlic. Not happy. Nope. Junior coach, not happy now. Used to be the captain of the Erie Otters. Figure it out. Not going to be again if he keeps playing like this. Definitely not. Definitely not. Jumping in the middle. Liam, you're up first. Let's reverse the order. Let's wrap up the podcast with some positives. Your hot performer of the week. My hot performer of the week. I've mentioned this a few times throughout the last few weeks, but the Shield Park Crusaders had five players going to represent Team Canada West. And despite only winning one game in the round robin, they beat the U.S. in overtime, and they beat Team Canada East in the final 7-2 to to bring home the gold medal. And also shout out to the players that were back in Shield Park, who were missing up to nine players at some games, won all six games while the boys were away. Well done. So, go crew. Excellent scouting. Mm-hmm. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. Do you know it's that not just a scouting, though. It is a development, too. Because uh, <laughs> our players are prepared for whatever it takes in any situation, whatever logo they have on the jersey. Tyler, you're up next. Your hot performer of the week. Uh, that Tiger Woods big dog meme. It's the best thing going right now, and I love it. Woo! Friday, baby! Yeah, let's celebrate Friday! Woo! Nation Dan, you're up next. Your hot from of the week. Uh, this one is just going to go to uh, this show in general. Uh, we've been doing this now for six years mm-hmm. and uh, it's been an absolute blast. Uh, the additions of, you know, Liam and, and Tyler and Rick and we got Waz and Kennedy in the mix this year quite a bit. It's just been a blast. So uh, everybody for listening to this show, for participating in this show, for being a part of this show, you get my hot performer of the year. The big guy is smoking hot. Rick, your hot performer of the week. Have you guys seen those videos where the parents do that, uh, like the whole Grinch trick to their kids? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is not going out to the parents because I think that's a dick move. But this goes out to the kids who, when Grinch comes in there, they start swinging. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Grinch ain't taking my shit, he says. So this is all the kids who are swinging on the Grinch. It's getting hot in here. The younger generation. 
Yeah, swinging on the Grinch. <laughs> By the way, I learned that the Jim Carrey Grinch came out no, don't even 23 finish. years ago. <laughs> How many? 23. I was working in the movie theaters back what? when that came out. 2001? <laughs> yeah. It's aged so well. Such a good movie. I love that one. Fantastic. Great movie. Um, my hot performer of the week. I'm going to give a little love to my dude, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's got seven points in his last five games. That's three goals, four assists. He's got 13 points in his last eight games. He is quietly putting together a pretty solid season for himself. I'd like to see a couple more goals, but ultimately he's, he's, um, he's having a good year. So Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you get my hot performer of the week. Boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Really quickly around the horn, we got a game tonight against the New York Rangers. Dan, what's your score prediction? Four, three Rangers in overtime. Liam? Four, three. I don't know which way. Four, Tyler. three Oilers in overtime. Rick? Five, two Oilers. Four, two Oilers win coming at you. We will not be here on Tuesday, but we'll be back next Friday. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Have a great weekend. Merry Christmas to everybody. Have a good time. Take a day off. Watch Die Hard. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.